Hallo Superman, I'm glad you're here. This is the special needs Superman podcast. The glass of wine for your mind. Your tribe where you can relax, unwind and get stronger and more confident about your superpowers. I'm Nadine Villeur, your host. Supermom of an autistic wonderboy and a supergirl battling juvenile arthritis. All while being a military spouse and international entrepreneur. Enjoy your glass of wine. Special need or not, there's something seriously going on that needs to be talked about. The death of George Floyd and what is happening now. Why? Because the news is everywhere. Racism is everywhere. No matter where you live. And in some countries, being of color can be downright dangerous. So, talk. Especially if you have an maybe autistic kid that just doesn't get it that some remarks or behavior are just plain wrong. South Park jokes are really funny in South Park. But if your kid doesn't get that he can't repeat Cartman's jokes in public or just doesn't get that rappers use the N-word in their songs and as a white person he can never say it or sing along, now, if not ever, is the time to educate your kid. This is the time to not excuse it, not to let it go by and maybe even to get angry because it's the only way to get through to your kid. In this episode, I'll give you examples, also of my own kids, on how to talk to your kids and have some resources to help you. It doesn't matter if your special needs kid doesn't mean harm or really doesn't get it. When so many people are seriously impacted by racism, you know, even to the point of death, you have to discuss it with your kids. So, I have the sweetest boy, always donating his money to good causes, has a hard time understanding that people are mean to each other, doesn't understand why people are racist, and you know, by now he's 16 years old, but you know, and he walks away from the news documentaries that addresses outrageous and wrong behavior, because he gets really, really upset. And he just really doesn't understand why people are that way or behave a certain way. He always wants to hug. He always wants to help. Who hates Trump fiercely. He even wanted to offer his condolences to our very Republic American friends when Trump got elected. So, you know, sounds peachy and all. But at the same time, he's also a fan of South Park. American Dad or whatever, all that cartoon. And he doesn't, doesn't get that the jokes that are made there are not appropriate to say in public. He doesn't get that you can, you can't take things out of context sometimes. You know, if it's funny in the cartoon, it's funny. Period. He just doesn't seem to get it another way. You know, if a person makes a joke, joke, it's always funny, he thinks. And it's not. And we really have to help him and educate him on that. And he gets upset because he seriously doesn't understand it. But, you know, we had quite the talks and rows about it. And the same goes for him not understanding. He can't, you know, sing along with a rap song and say a certain word. Uh, he doesn't understand that such a loaded word can be used differently, you know, by different people. Uh, 
And he doesn't understand that, you know, uh, if he yells out, that's racism, racism to, to make a joke, that, that really isn't a joke. And I get so angry and upset. You know, we're, we're an average white family. And I always was aware. I was wearing free Nelson Mandela t-shirts when I was a kid. And that was, you know, considered weird or curiosity uh, where I came from. So I'm, I'm always really aware. And I try to raise my kids that way. Uh, and sometimes the special needs get in the way. But that's not an excuse. So this time I forced him to listen to a story about a black college professor. And my daughter was like, mom, why are you doing that? You know, you will get upset. But I just couldn't get him to stop repeating certain jokes that were made in South Park and out of context are really wrong. Uh, So I really had to make a point across. So I talked uh, to him about a story about a black college professor and a story that talks about injustice And being afraid to die just because you are black. And afterwards, of course, he was was really upset. And he wanted to donate savings to a good cause related to this. You know, like I said, he he always donates and wants to help. And he swore he would never do it again. And, And maybe this time I really got to him. I hope so. But we will repeat this conversation over and over again how often it's necessary. Do you have to upset your kids? I mean, you know, this is a 16-year-old. And, you know, it's different if you're a four-year-old. Do you have to upset your kids or scare them? Of course not. I totally understand. You want to protect your four-year-old. Don't want to share the scary and nasty things that are happening in the world. But awareness is something you can't start soon enough. How to talk to your kids And what to tell them about what happened to George Floyd and so many others in the States, for instance. Next, that really depends, of course, on the age. You don't have to explicitly tell them how George Floyd died. But you can make them aware that there are things happening that are wrong, systematically wrong. Now, it needs to be addressed uh, that words can really hurt and and be dangerous. If my kid would make these jokes in certain neighborhoods, in certain surroundings, I would fear for his life. Uh, And he will still say, yeah, but it was really funny in South Park. Yes, (laughs) in South Park, again, it was a cartoon, but he just doesn't get that. So it's hard. But you have to be aware and have to try and repeat. And, you know, have to make aware that your reality is most likely not somebody else's reality. That people are different. You know, of course, that's okay. Uh, but it's not okay that people, uh, just because they have a color, are off to a bad start. Awareness needs to be created. Now, especially being different is something you might already have discussed because of the special needs. Why people stare or just assume you are whatever. You know, I noticed and notice still the stares of my family and strangers when my 16-year-old is, you know, being different. 
I, I noticed the stares and the comments when people stare at my daughter in a wheelchair. She hates that. And especially that they judge her the moment she gets out of the wheelchair because <laughs> apparently she can walk. Yeah, not all the time, but people just don't think. So, so what I wanted to say, being different, we already know as a special needs parents that uh, this needs to be addressed. But prejudice and racism because of skin color also needs to be addressed. Because it's unfortunately a big part of our society, even if we sometimes don't really realize it. If you see a young colored kid in a Mercedes, you know, the first reaction I read in the newspaper of most people is that he's probably a drugs dealer or something. You know, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just, just so weird that that's the first reaction people will think if they see a person of color, uh, a young boy in an expensive car. Uh, so, yeah, we need to address it so we can be better persons and our kids can be better persons. And, you know, making the world a better place, you know, just one person at a time. So, my tips for you, uh, how to talk to your kids. Uh, you need to start a conversation. And of course, you need to alter that to their age. In the show notes, I'll share resources you can use. And if you have more, please leave them in your comment or reach out to me so I can update and share. Before you tell your kids what to do and how to react, first ask them. Ask them if they noticed anything on the television, maybe in a supermarket, when they were in the car. What did they hear? And more important, what did they see? How did they interpret that? And you can ask that a four-year-old, a 10-year-old, a 16-year-old. Especially young kids are way more observant than we realize. A young child may have noticed people look scared or noticed protesters with signs, even if she couldn't read the signs. You know, they were yelling and they had all these signs up. A teenager might react different or wants to demonstrate as well. Uh, seeing only the damaged stores, uh, but doesn't see the difference between those people or the demonstrators. Ask them what they see and how they interpreted that and ask them how it makes them feel. And respond to their answers. And of course, to a six-year-old, this is different than going into a discussion with your teenager, you know, who is ready to demonstrate. Uh, my son wanted to donate. Great. Your younger kid uh, wanted to make maybe a protest sign with a big heart because she wants people to just be nice to each other. That's also great. Second thing you can do is watching the news. Yes, you can watch the news with a younger kid. Trick here is to maybe start with the sound off. Uh, in the Netherlands, you have a daily news show uh, in the beginning of the evening uh, just for kids. Maybe in your country you have something like that as well. Uh, you know, and if the, if you don't, just start with the sound off. Because if you realize or not, people, kids are aware that something is going on. Something is happening because they hear you talk about it, see you on the phone, see your face, you know, different expressions. 
uh, he would talk uh, to your husband or not. Uh, and when watching the news, ask them again what they see. Your teenager probably already has his own resources for his or her news. It might be interesting to watch different channels because that sometimes can really give you another view on things. Discuss with your teenager the violence you see. But before condemning people, ask them if he or she can understand why people react the way they do. You know, for us in the Netherlands, the whole carrying a gun thing is is, is non-existing. We're not allowed to wear guns. So the violence, the sheer volume of violence is, I think, safe to say for me, is, is hard to understand for most Dutch people. Uh, so I also have to explain why the violence is so much worse in the States, but also where it came from, where the wearing a gun came from and, and whatever. Um, but also ask your kids, you know, especially your older kids, you know, if you talk about the president, could your kids see the downside of Trump saying he will send the army, for instance? Uh, if they understand what happens and why people are so upset, you can go to step number three. And it is, may ask your kid what they think needs to be done. And not just by, well, the president or the governor should do blah, 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 but what they as an individual can do. Because it all starts with one person. Now, from, from Jesus, to, to Martin Luther King uh, and Nelson Mandela, Mother Teresa, they were all one, one individual that started something huge. Um, and so this is specifically about what just recently happened in the States. But it's also important to uh, talk about racism in general. And for that... Uh, There are a lot of resources for adults themselves, for adults on how to talk to, uh, talk about racism, but also, you know, uh, especially uh, designed to teenagers or young kids. There are great books about awareness, equity. You can't start soon enough with this. Uh, And maybe, you know, if you have a colored friend in your group, Ask them how they do it and how they perceive things and what you, uh, what they want you to be aware of. What matters to them if you want to educate your kids? Okay, so what happens if your kid really is not getting it? Uh, and of course, you have teenagers acting up and sometimes it's really, you know, a medical thing or a physical or mental thing, uh, you know, they're not really getting it or they don't want to get it. Um, sometimes you have to force them. Uh, and it sounds really harsh, but as a parent, you have the best intentions. You want to have, you want your kid to become a better person. So maybe it's time then to, to watch a documentary, documentary or a movie or a cartoon about it. Again, age-appropriate, but do make them aware. Make them better humans. You know, it it starts with, there are even Sesame Street episodes about this. 
So if your kid still refuses to, and he's just acting up, and just wants to do whatever they want to do, you know, really step up and give them no choice. You are the parent, and in that sense, you know, isn't it your duty to raise your kids, as I said, the best possible way? Um, not watch, wanting to watch a movie about it, or not wanting to discuss it? Well, if they don't want to, you know, sacrifice a little bit of their time for something so important, uh, it's time to, you know, take something away uh, that is nice for them. Screen time, play time, whatever. And you might say, well, that's not nice or that's not good parenting. But sometimes you really, if you can't get through them, that's the only way. Uh, You know, and saying that's not nice. What happened to George Floyd and all those others? That's not nice. And that, you know, saying this nicely. uh, Just think, when your kids are older and ask what you did and if you spoke up, how do you want to be remembered? Mom just didn't know how to, so she didn't speak up or look the other way. Uh, we We have some horrific examples in history. What happens if we look the other way? So step up, talk, raise awareness. And that was the end of this special podcast episode. I hope it gave you some ideas. Please talk to your kids. From early age on, create awareness. The resources in the show notes will surely help. Talk. And if you have any other resources or great ideas to talk about what's going on in the state right now and about racism in general, please let me know. Uh, find me on social media or go to uh, the contact page of theorangetypewriter.nl and let me know. Stay safe. Stay sane. And until the next glass of wine. This is Nadine.